This is a shock podcast. Shock. Hey everyone, welcome back to the K-pop podcast that makes you say wah debak. I'm Michelle and today I'm here with a very special guest. Hey guys, it's Yasmin. <laughs> yes, so uh, Yasmin is actually our producer, so she's essentially my like big boss in charge. Hardly, right? hardly, right. hardly. <laughs> so what you guys don't see is whenever me and Cal record, she's just in the background watching over us and everything. <laughs> so like, uh, Cal's currently away, by the way, uh, but don't worry, she'll be back with us soon. But in the meantime, Yas, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your K-pop life? Sure. Hey guys, firstly, yeah, sorry, Kalista, I'm filling in for you today. <laughs> anyway, when did I first get into K-pop? Honestly, like, I think K-pop has always been, this is so cliche and gross, <laughs> but like, K-pop has always been in my life, you know, since like, Big Bang, 2NE1, Girls' Generation, yeah, yes, um, Rain. So like, I was there for that generation, but I was really, really young. And at the time, K-pop was completely different to what it is today. And I looked at it more as like, what, like, what is going on in these music videos? Like, I remember when I first saw the um, the Fantastic Baby oh my music God, video, changing, and I was like, what? <laughs> is happening here and it's so unlike any of the western artists that i usually listen to so i usually listen to a lot of like rap r&b and pop so yeah so it was unlike anything i had ever seen before but yeah that didn't stick for very long and then bts mm. found me i didn't find bts yet <laughs> they found me bts first found me when i was still in uni in 2017 whoa yeah so it's actually a while back and at the time i was really really deep in my soundcloud rapper phase so i was <laughs> like nah this is trash like i can't be listening to this this is ridiculous like i don't even know what they're saying which is such a horrible what's its mindset yeah it's a horrible <laughs> yeah it's a horrible mindset to think like oh because i don't understand what they're saying they're not worthy of my time and my my ears basically 2017 was my first encounter with bts and then genuinely i kid you not every single year from then they kept popping up on my <laughs> which which totally makes sense because they did start growing exponentially right from right. 2017 onwards i feel because 2018 love yourself came out right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then they exploded 2017 2018 2019 they were everywhere and i was like can't be doing this and then 2020 came around pandemic hit and i found you know that i had a lot of time on youtube because i was just <laughs> free i had just graduated i didn't have a job yet i was still looking for one so i was spending a lot of time on youtube and then i came across one of can't remember i think it Their was older songs yeah it was actually an older song you know what i think it was fake love again oh and then, okay, and then okay. I got dragged into the Bangtan universe, which mm -hmm. is the whole like storyline thingy. I don't know how else to, to describe it to you guys, but basically, okay, before Dynamite came out, all the albums before that were all a part of this like fictional storyline that they yeah, had created, yeah, yeah. And right? It was confusing as heck. But see, the thing is, I got stuck in it. <laughs> really, I really, really, really got invested into the whole Bangtan universe. So that's what the whole thing is called, Bangtan universe. I was like reading up all these like fan theories, and then I started watching one video and that turned into five and that turned into ten and then <laughs> and then i ended up binge watching run bts and that was it so right. yeah so bts is probably like the one 
I mean, they also found me during a really difficult time in my life. Like I was kind of lost. You know, the pandemic had just started. That means we were in lockdown. And also I had just graduated, didn't know who I was, didn't know what I was supposed to be doing. And then their music came my way. And I think a lot of people, when people think about BTS, like they think of Dynamite and Butter. Butter and Permission to Dance. Yeah. All the English music. Yeah, which is very catered to American audiences. That's why they are made to be and sound that way whereas when they entered my life like for real for real in 2020 I was listening to a lot of their darker stuff um, the stuff that they talked about uh, with mental health with imposter syndrome with um, getting hate um, within their own industry within their own community so yeah like yeah I love them and then apart from <laughs> them like of course I listen to like you know Blackpink I'm really loving New Jeans I'm really loving XG um, so yeah a whole bunch of, of them right but you know like that's something that I hear a lot of when it comes to BTS specifically mm-hmm. and um, my, I myself am a uh, not necessarily a victim but a witness a lot of people say they found them at a time when they needed them the most which is and so so exactly, wack, you know, and because, it's not like, like you go out and you search for them. They just find themselves to exactly, you. Exactly, exactly. Like honestly, K-pop was not a part of my YouTube algorithm. Like not at all. I wasn't listening to any K-pop before that. Maybe I had some like K R and B and K hip hop. So mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know DPR live and all that. Like I was listening to them already at the time. But K-pop, K-pop mm-hmm. <laughs> had not entered my stratosphere. Yeah, definitely. They definitely found me. I didn't go searching for them. Yes. I always say like you don't choose the K-pop life the K-pop life kind of chooses Absolutely. you you I just wake up agree. one day and you're like oh, okay <laughs> and actually I have a lot of friends as well that became fans of K-pop during the pandemic as well I think Cal yeah. was she said she's yeah she said she's well, relatively right? new as well yeah. yeah yeah so um, I remember I had a friend I don't know if she's listening to this but she I remember when the BTS meal came out she was like I understand the point of this why would you go and buy a meal uh, like a mm-hmm. McDonald's for like a K-pop group and then like fast forward after the pandemic and after um, lockdown she bought herself a pair of sliders because Yoongi had them and I was like wait there a minute wait a minute sis. there you go <laughs> and sometimes you just can't once you enter the fan base it's really hard to like leave <laughs> yeah I find myself like you know I'd be like oh my god Yoongi's wearing a really cool jacket and then I'd go find it and be like I mean, maybe like, I could buy it exactly <laughs> yeah yeah I'd be like you know what like I don't need this but it'd be nice to have, have it. it yeah I know and like yeah I might have to eat bread man for like five months it's the but worst like, it's the worst I know. mean they're not sold out kings for no reason right, right. So, yes 100% so. um, and yeah I think a lot of the newer like um, BTS fans that came in during like Dynamite and Butter I feel like there's a whole universe before any of that mm-hmm. that people don't realize was like um, such a huge thing especially with their lyrics I mean because their debut itself was very different you know they were talking mm-hmm. about how um, youngsters don't really have dreams and stuff which was completely different for its time because yeah. people were like oh love and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's really weird for me to see people not know that like not yeah. in a bad way I get it because you're new but it's so insane because like if I ask you for your favorite BTS song it's probably something from their older albums right oh 100% I mean yeah. no hate to what's coming out now mm-hmm, obviously mm-hmm. not again the songs that found me just so happen to be the ones that are a lot yes. older I still so. remember like I was obsessed with Tomorrow because uh-huh. I was just because it was it was exactly what I was going through at that time where I didn't know what was coming tomorrow and oops sorry I just smacked the mic guys but 
<laughs> I didn't know what was happening tomorrow and like it was a really tough time for me as well yeah and so their music really helped me as well which is something I hear a lot with like a yeah. lot of different armies but other than that right it's moving on because we're like talking so yeah much. we've gone completely <laughs> off a tangent that's Can't help it you know yeah, we're not gonna be talking about BTS today I mean ish but yeah sorry yeah take it away right Michelle. so uh, so today we're going to be talking about something very scandalous or okay mm-hmm. so this is essentially scandalous in K-pop and it's not scandalous in Western media no. and it's dating which it was so different because um before I was into K-pop I was into the Jonas Brothers and I'm not All talking right. about now Jonas Brothers I'm talking about when Nick had curly hair like burning, burning up. up that time love bug Jonas love Brothers bug year 3000 and you. so it was like so normal I was like oh my god Selena Nick da, 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 da. and then when I got to the K-pop world it was like essentially like a sin it was blasphemy mm. to talk about dating and uh there is like a darker side to things and we know it's like it's a very big scandal to get into if you end up dating somebody or etc and like the company has to confirm it and stuff which is very different so I wanted to ask right yes when you first got into K-pop was it a weird concept to grasp that dating was kind of like forbidden mm. You know what? No. Um, It wasn't a weird one because I completely understood why. Obviously, at the time, like, I wasn't a rabid fan, but I could see why they'd have to keep that as a secret. Because for the fans who are super in love with them, if you're like a Sasang, for example, (laughs) I'm sure we're going to be doing an episode about Sasang at some point. (laughs) But yeah, if you're like a Sasang, it becomes a security matter as well. Yes, yes. Not just for like the idol, but the person that they're dating mm-hmm. right so honestly just to protect um, their personal life because so much of them is already exposed and they have to sell this idea of like I could be your boyfriend yeah there's I a, could there's be a your whole girlfriend. K-pop group called Boyfriend there you go and their um, model was they had a pair of twins which was like the big mm-hmm. thing and their um, intro was I'm your boyfriend you know unfortunately you know some people don't like to hear when people say that K-pop is very manufactured mm-hmm. you know unfortunately with a lot of the K-pop idols and K-pop groups now they're attached to all these labels and their labels manage their image honestly it's not even manufacturing it's literally PR you know if you don't want to call it manufacturing it's PR it's It's literally PR marketing yeah it's marketing that's what it is if you don't like the word manufacture let's just call it marketing let's just call it marketing and PR (laughs) and the whole dating thing is factored it has to be factored into that of course so from a privacy perspective and also from a security perspective I totally got it totally 100%. I'm really glad that like when you first got into it, it was so normal to you. It's like so natural because I've met people on the opposite end that have this possessive nature over their idols. Oh, and it's so cringy. They'll be like, oh, oh, but can't date anybody else. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It's insane. It's actually insane. And they wholeheartedly believe it. So when their idol does get into a dating scandal per se, Mm -hmm. um, they get really upset and they're so sad. And I'm like, yeah, but sweetie, let's be honest here, right? Um, and I really like one point you brought up, which is that it's marketing. And it really is marketing because um, I don't think we realize how, to what extent the marketing is. Like, for example, Jung Han from Seventeen, when he first debuted, he essentially was the pretty boy of the group and he had the long hair. And mm-hmm. it was like such a forced concept that at one point I remember he said, someone else said, oh yeah, like I would want to have long hair like you too. And he said, yeah, but you wouldn't like it if you're not allowed to cut it. Which like essentially is showing that he has to care to an 
audience. It's pretty insane because they're not allowed to address certain things, especially if you're a rookie at that time, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. what I do like is that one of the members, this is a little off topic, but one of the members, Ming Hao, the eight, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't entertain these parasocial relationships at all. Like when he's in a fan call and then um, let's say one of like the fans are like, oh, like uh, when are we getting married? He'll be like, I don't, I don't even know you. Like he's just so straightforward <laughs> about it. And yeah. then some people are like, whoa but like it's important to set a boundary because if not I've I've seen people show up to like fan science with like a whole wedding paper a contract like oh yeah it's it's, it's actual like yes like they went to the court they got the document and they were like oh you just have to sign here and then like what do you do as an idol in that situation right yeah it's like if I say no you get upset but I also physically can't sign a contract I didn't realize that that was a thing because obviously you know people go to concerts and hold up posters you know Yungi Marry Me so iconic right Right, right. right. I didn't think that people would actually bring marriage papers. Yeah, it's insane. Also, the work to go and stand in a government office for so long to get the paper, by the way. Yeah. Like, I would not have that kind of patience. Uh, so that's it, it's, so it's, next it's level. Thing. That's it's, next yeah. level. Like, dedication on point, but also a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I think, you know, quick disclaimer as well. When we say manufactured and when we're talking about marketing and PR, we are not saying that, that your faves are faves to you Mm, we're not saying that at all it's just that they are also keeping for example dating they're keeping that aspect for themselves because Mm -hmm. so much of it is out in the public that you got to reserve something for yourself yeah i I think that that's the only way to stay sane honestly in that industry when it's just crazy like that I think you got to reserve certain things for yourselves and certain things in your personal life should stay in your personal life. Oh, I 100% agree. Especially if you want to be like humane or be human, it's so hard, especially as a K-pop idol, because think about it, where they sleep with which members in the dorm is also revealed. Like uh, dorm one is this and this, dorm two is this. They do lives from their dorm, et cetera, et cetera. You don't really have a lot to yourself. And I've Mm. seen videos where like, and I get it, you're curious, where they're like, oh, um, this group's family members. And then it's all their photos of their family members or when they were younger there are like photo cards of their baby pictures out there right mm. and so there's all these things what do you really have to yourself yeah right? and i understand where the dating would come in because it's one thing if they're a celebrity but let's say for example chen from exo which right. spoiler alert will be in another episode yeah his wife is not a celebrity and mm-hmm. something that i oh, i always take with me especially i think this was cardi b she said this she chose to be a celebrity but her father didn't because people mm-hmm. were taking photos of her father and it's the same thing where these idols choose to be a celebrity but their family don't and Mm -hmm. you know people they're dating don't choose that life yeah exactly it's really just the only way to really protect them can you imagine like the uproar that would happen if it was revealed who like let's say Chen's wife was and I can imagine people oh so it's not public knowledge who she is um, no because she's just not a celebrity and that's all he said I I think that's great no I think that's great as well it's honestly just him trying to protect her yes exactly yeah so like how can you I don't know like how can you get mad about that you know what I mean? Right. It's his personal life. Well, that's something we're going to explore in another episode because yeah. that was a whole fiasco in itself. I remember when it happened, I was like, whoa. Um, but so, like, while I was doing research for this whole dating topic, right, mm-hmm. I actually found an article. Um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say the website, so I'm not going to. But mm-hmm. basically, it was an article that was talking about false K-pop dating rumors. Um, but it was ones that ended up with a plot twist. So right. I thought we could take a little bit of a lighthearted take on this. And I think uh, you haven't read the article, so I'll just no, like, read I it to you. 
you. But so I love it'll the be website. a reaction video. I love the website. Oh my god, so me too. I feel like they're so trustable <laughs> compared to like other K-pop websites. No hate, but no like hate, no hate. Right. So um, so first let's start off with the list with the first one, which was um Sai and Yuna from Girls Generation. Okay. Um. So uh, in 2012, a tabloid basically said Sai was dating Yuna, um, okay. which I think they have a bit of an age gap there too. I'm not sure how how much that is. Right. Um. It began when she like there was a photo of her wearing a hat and a hoodie while walking next to an, uh, a random person a random man oh, it always starts that way right though. just because they're walking together yeah. or something right not even holding hands by the way yeah but so here's where it gets really funny because you know later clarified that it wasn't even Sai next to her yeah it was just a director of um, Running Man okay right okay so like essentially people were uh, and the thing is I guess you can't really see cameras in the frame so I understand mm-hmm. where this came from but the fact that it wasn't even Sai to begin with was just so hilarious to me because yeah. Sai's just sitting there like when did I meet Yuna right yeah 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 so like this was completely proven false and like the fact that she had to go on a show to explain that it was false was oh just she insane. did she oh said uh, uh, is she said it on an episode of happy together right okay got you got you so that was on a set so you're not even safe on a set when you're recording yeah. for something Man. just because it's cropped badly right? basically right so it's, it's insane how honestly the way that news is spread in the k-pop yep, world yep, yep. is mad it's insane it and the way they twist mad. the words and the titles and i'm like yeah. whoa y'all are like i mean like i give you credit for the fact that you guys are able to think of something because i work in news as well to be able to think of something in so many different angles <laughs> but also like come on guys on like <laughs> yeah. you know what's what happened to journalistic integrity right yeah 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 percent. Uh, it's insane but like so moving on um in 2010 changmin from tvxq right right yeah so he attended a michael jackson tribute concert because um his leader yuno was performing there okay and so while he was at the concert fans took videos uh, photos of him and they were saying he was dating a mystery woman and the photo essentially only shows the side where you can see the long hair and a hat mm-hmm. and then um the mystery woman was not a woman at all because it was actually <laughs> <laughs> it was his label mate minho from shiny that's so awkward it's so, it's so that's insane. just so awkward so it was getting basically from all communities people were like you know loving it or whatever yeah but yeah. um it's just so that's insane. awkward though that's awkward it is and i feel like it must have been photos of minho like his actual face yeah so that means they just specifically chose a photo where his face wasn't there and it was just the side with and that was hair. the photo that blew up yeah and that was the photo that blew up and i mean it works because it's on this article oh it's it's so insane that like, he was just trying to enjoy michael jackson's uh tribute concert and support his just fellow trying to mind friends. his own damn business it's just so funny <laughs> and so this isn't even the first time it's happened because um well that was well, i don't know if that was the first time because that's 2010 but like seven years later in 2017 Taehyung uh, V he was seen allegedly on a dinner with a mystery woman and people were circulating the photo and they thought he was on a date and this was back when they were doing I think they were doing like Joro and like fire and all that stuff right oh okay so yeah, way back when way okay, back okay. when and hilariously enough uh, he actually took another photo with the alleged woman and mm-hmm. it was him next to a girl with the long hair basically the long hair and he was getting right. really close and then later on he posted a second follow up photo of the person turning around and it was not a woman either oh. it was 
a Limitless member of VOK. Uh, right. Also, he's also known as Jang Moonbok. Uh, and he was quite popular after appearing on Produce 101. So he had long hair and that was what he was known for. And the thing is that um, Taehyung knew it and he ran with it. He took a photo with him from uh, behind first before posting the other one. Yeah. I could, oh my god. See, yeah, that's the thing. I think V especially gets plagued with dating rumors. Right. I mean, even to this day. I mean, do we want to talk about him and Jenny? Like, is that real? Is that not right. real? We'll never know. We'll never and know. And it's also, I feel like it's none of our business who he's dating exactly, anyways. Exactly. Exactly. Also, but, like, people are know. allowed to be friendly with other people. It's yeah. like, it's, it's alright, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's insane. But like, I mean, that's something that I noticed has become such a popular thing with like the newer K-pop generation nowadays. Any interaction is taken like completely out of context. And yeah. people blow it up. And it's gotten to the point where idols don't even like interact with each other as much as they used to. Mm-hmm. I mean, like maybe I'm old here, but uh, back then there used to be like collaboration stages where they would have like Wonder Girls and Big Bang. Like that was such a popular right, thing. Right, 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 right. But you won't see that like nowadays as much compared to before. But like that's why I gasped when I saw V and Lisa at the Celine show last year. Mm. I was like, oh my God, I've been waiting for this to happen. Oh my God. I can God. already feel Twitter exploding. Yeah, because obviously there's such a huge like... Because they're both <sighs> huge names and they yeah. both have this... They command this presence so well. Yeah. Um, it's this specific type of charisma. It's really hard to explain in yeah, words. Yeah, it's more yeah. of an aura thing. Yeah. yeah. But honestly, like I also feel like they don't want to be seen together because they don't want to fan any fire. Yes, they just want yes. to prevent it like all together. Because yes. I'm sure people in the past have like shipped them or, you know, whatever. Oh, just people have shipped everybody with everybody yeah, at this exactly, point. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? I, I just feel like that's, yeah, that is definitely the case. So, yeah. Yeah, I get v, it. V always gets, 100%, I know, get it. dating rumors. I think if you look at like photos of like, you know, K-pop boy groups now with girl groups, they kind of stand at a distance from each other oh, just absolutely. to be safe. It always looks, it's so it's funny. It's so awkward. It's so Especially awkward. when it's just like um, a pairing for like a drama or like just MCs at an event and they're just yeah. like standing super far from each it's other. It's so funny. Like it's- I thought, right, that halal gaps only existed <laughs> in like Islamic countries, including here, but Halal no. gaps are nationwide. No, like, yeah. Sorry, international. Yeah, they're international. They are alive and well in the it's K-pop so industry. Insane. It's so funny. But, but yeah, yeah, so speaking of which, the next entry on the list, right, um, so this one is even more insane because the photo isn't really of the pairing together. And it's it's also Changmin again, by the way. Poor dude. Um, so <laughs> Always was, getting hit with it. Right. So this was I, 2013 and uh, FX. Right, love okay. FX. So this was the leader of Victoria. And this one's a little creepy in the sense where like, I don't know how these eagle-eyed fans saw it, but she was having dinner and fans noticed a reflection of Changmin in her spoon. That's, That's so crazy. insane. So, and he dude. was upside down too, by the way um, and people like they, they, they cropped it they zoomed in they Dude, like flipped it up some and of it y'all charming. work way too hard I was way like way too dang. hard listen like <laughs> I want to put that much energy into my work the way they do with these photos <laughs> maybe I'll get like a yeah. promotion or a bonus one day but yeah. it is insane that like they, they zoomed in everything right and then so that's one thing if they were actually like on a dinner date together and then later on they explained that um, other staff members were with them and it was just part of a 
company dinner. Oh my god! See, that's so awkward. And then, like, imagine being them because then it becomes awkward and yeah, you're a little wary exactly. in the because future. Because I'm sure after that whole thing. Their encounters after that in public then become so awkward yeah. because they don't want to like add fuel to the fire right. again, you know. And you as a fan, you're basically losing content because they're not going to post photos anymore of like yeah, exactly. or of anything. Exactly. So, I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, um, it's it's insane. So like now, like even me when I'm eating, I'm like hmm, maybe I should be a bit <laughs> careful before I post photos. Yeah, or like the reflection of my friend in my coffee or something. I'm yeah. like, listen, gosh, it's insane. Gosh. But this last one is by far my favorite. Uh, because this one duped everybody like okay. when it first happened. So this was in 2016, and um, this was back when BTS and um, Seventeen and like everybody was buddy buddy, and they were at ISAC, mm-hmm. the um, Idol Star Athletic Championship. Oh right, okay, right, okay, right. Okay. So like back when it was still a thing. I think it's still a thing now. Is but it? I loved it. You I know, no I really clue. loved it. Yeah, I, I, I did too. It. I did too. It was different. I was yeah. like, whoa. So there were like videos going viral of a mysterious woman, and she was like, apparently, she was in the arms of many K-pop boys, right? <laughs> Like it's so insane. So like Seventeen's Mingyu was spotted like hugging her. Oh, to be fair, if that I mean, if it was Mingyu, like okay, all right, I'd be like, "Hmm, I get it. You know, who are you? Right. So like she was in in his arms, and then I think like at one point he he even carried her like on his back, like on his shoulders or something. And there's like there's even pictures of uh, Taehyung again, poor Taehyung, um, uh, like playing with her hair, and everyone's like, oh, who is this? Who is this? And here's the thing. What blows my mind is that if, like, um, with the Idol Athletic Championships, if you're wearing, they wear these little, like, tags with their name on it, and yeah. it says their group, and it says yeah, their name. Yeah, their bibs, yeah. So here's the bibs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what they are, no? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it like that. Yeah. And I knew this was an international fan thing, uh-huh. because if you would have taken a little bit of a closer look, like the spoon incident, right? Right. It said 17 Jonghan <laughs> on the bib. <laughs> and so this was when Jonghan had long hair. Oh. Oh, right. So it was this. It was basically seventeen with their own group mates. Yeah, and like back then. Okay, when was this? 2016. 2016 they would have yeah. been. They would have been young. Young. They were young. They were new. This is yeah. when Jonah had long hair, like during Adore You. I. Th- but it was so guys insane. get a grip. Yeah, photos That's were going insane. viral, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, who is this?" And I knew it wasn't Korean fans getting upset because they can read Korean. Oh, it was because <laughs> it, it said seventeen Jonghan. It was right. like everybody else, basically, essentially. Um, but if you look at some of the photos, you can see Mingyu has a sly smirk on his face. He knew what he was doing oh, when right, it happened. Right. Um, and I, I will admit, Jonghan had like really nice hair then. It was uh-huh. long and stuff. So like, that, I remember this going so viral. And even mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, a rookie group that just, wait a minute. <laughs> I looked at the names. I was like, wait a minute. They're wearing the same outfit and they have the same name exactly. tag. Come on, guys. Uh, but like, he's one of those idols that are just known for his long hair. Like, right. even now when I talk to my friends, I'm like, oh yeah, like I like Seventeen. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I like I like Jungkook. I'm like, oh, the one with the long hair. And I'm like, it has been like six years. Mm-hmm. Give it a break, honey. <laughs> he hasn't I'm had still, long hair. I'm still trying to familiarize myself with Seventeen. I love Seventeen. I literally just got into them maybe the past like two months because like one of my best mates is absolutely obsessed with Mingyu from Seventeen. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, don't I get it too. I get it too. Like I can see, I can see what everyone's obsessed with. It kind of blows my mind the dynamics between like K-pop artists and their fans, and there's a bit mm. of possessiveness, uh, possessiveness over their idols, right? And I kind of get it. Yeah, um, I get it. Yeah, it's not to say that I don't get it. It's not right. like you know. Obviously, like when dating rumors come out, I'm like, oh, 
Oh my god! Like no way! Right? Like, I feel I feel some type of way, but I think it's really important to to remember that they're human, and you don't own them. Yes, you know what I mean. Like they are very much their own person. You don't own them, and they don't owe you that yes. information. Yeah, a hundred percent. In the same way that, like, I don't know, if you're dating someone in secret or like you're trying to keep it low key, you don't owe it to tell like the people around you that 100%. you're dating someone. You know, it just apply the same. Prince. I mean, try to apply the same principle. Yes, they're public figures, but there are certain parts of their personal life that is not public meant. information. Yeah, it's just yeah. not meant for public information, yep. and that should be fine. Yeah, because I think of a date. I think like when it comes to dating, it's really between two people, and that's it. They shouldn't have to explain themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think you know it's like it's. I think it's also important to be realistic because if you're not realistic about it, you're going to be hurt by a lot of things in K-pop. Yeah, and every, yeah, a lot of absolutely. things are going to make you upset set like when they do start dating and stuff like that right yeah because like when it was chen yeah the, right? the baby yeah, yeah yeah with stuff like that like honestly okay if you can't brain any of this like just put yourself in his shoes yes he has a baby and a wife that no one knows about he probably knew right like i'm gonna have to make this public at some point mm-hmm can you imagine the anxiety that he probably felt before he put that announcement out? 100%. That's mad, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, just I guess try to be a bit more compassionate, mm-hmm. I think, a bit more understanding. At the end of the day, they're people, and I think yeah. we have to remember that they're people. And it's not easy for them to come out and say, I'm dating either, you know? Yeah, like, it's not. You think they don't think about all of the repercussions that could come with it? I'm sure they do. Yeah. And these are choices that they have to make, and it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. Yeah. In fact, like for Chen's case, he didn't even have to tell us he was marrying her. He could have just married her in secret. And yeah. But the fact that he took that and told his fans because he felt like they should know, I mm-hmm. think in itself is something that, you know, we should appreciate. Yeah. And we should respect. Yes. As well. 100%. I'd like to think that most of us don't feel that way about, you know, I hope dating. So too. Yeah. You know, I, I hope so. But I, I, I. I I genuinely believe that that we aren't that most that of way. us aren't that way. I mean, like looking at it, like nowadays, I think we're definitely moving into a more accepting space, which is um, amazing compared to the olden days of K-pop. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, for sure. And like, um, because we have this new space now, and artists can feel more open to talk about these things. I f- I'm pretty excited to see what else is in store in the future. Yeah. Obviously, we have a long way to go, but uh, maybe one day we'll see another list of these articles, like you know, actual <laughs> K-pop like. Couple or whatever yeah um but on that note because we are a little over time uh-huh. <laughs> uh let's end it off and thanks for tuning in to another episode of Wah once again i'm michelle and i'm yasmin and we'll see you next time bye